beginning of this week's Prasha, prior to uh, Avram Avinu's pilgrimage, Teretz Yisrael, the beginning of this week's Prasha, of so the last three words of last week's parsha, Parsha's Nayak of Ayamas Terach Bacharon, that Avram Avinu's father Terach passed away in Charon. And the impression that you get from the Pasuk, from the uh, order of the Psukim, is that Terach passed away prior to Avram Avinu departing for Eretz Yisrael. However, Rashi quotes in the name of the Medrash that in fact Terach died 60 years after Avram Avinu left Eretz Yisrael. Why then is his death? Uh, at the end of Parshas Noach, before Avram Avinu leaves Eretz Yisrael, says Rashi, "Shelo yehei hadavar meforsim l'kol v'yaimru l'kiyam Avram as kavod aviv shenicho zakin v'halachloi." So it should not be obvious or uh, public knowledge that Avram Avinu neglected his father for the last sixty years of his father's life and left to go to Eretz Yisrael. So it shouldn't be obvious that he neglected kibud aviyim. However, Taka, how was Avram Avinu able to do this? How was he able to go to Eretz Yisrael and neglect his father for the last 60 years of his life? So the Medrash comments on this uh, issue and says the Medrash, that was part of the tzivoy that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave to Avram Avinu. Says the Medrash that HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Avram Avinu to you, that was part of Lech Lecha, you, I'm exempting from Kibbut Aviyim to go and fulfill Yishuv Haaretz. But everyone else, not. If you're in a similar situation where there would be a conflict between Kibbut Aviyim and Yishuv Haaretz Yisrael, the Medrash implies that uh, Kibbut Aviyim would take precedence over Yishuv Haaretz Yisrael. And in fact, the opinion of the Panam Yochais, or Pinchas Halevi Horowitz, and the Sefer on Chumash, and the Chachma Sadam as well, uh, both uh, derive from this medrash that whenever you have a conflict between Kibbut Aviyim and Yishev Eretz Yisrael, that uh, Kibbut Aviyim would take precedence. Ah, Avram Avinu left his father for the last sixty years of his life, but that was a unique situation. A tivoy that was given to Avram Avinu. So Kibbut Aviyim would take precedence, and in fact, they bring a raya to this from Rashi's pshat and the Gemara Masechtas Kiddushin. And the Gemara tells us in Mesechlis Kiddushin that Rav Asi had an older mother. So she told him, She said, I want um, jewelry. So so he made it for her. Then she wanted a spouse. Her husband had passed away. So he said, He said, Okay, I'll look out for you. She said, Well, I want a husband that's as uh, handsome as you. As fine as you, Shavka, he realized something's off. Shavka va'azal aradi Yisrael. So he left, and he went uh, to uh, he left, and he went to uh, to Eretz Yisrael. How was he able to leave his mother? Just because uh, you know she was she was giving him a hard time. So writes the Rambam in Perak Vav Hilchas Mamer Halacha Yudalif, which is a topic which really deserves its own treatment. But we'll mention it briefly. The Rambam writes Misha Nitzufa Daito Shal Aviv Vayshal Imay. If a person's uh, parent becomes psychologically or mentally impaired, either dementia, Alzheimer's, or something, uh, something similar, so if he can take care of them, he should try and take care of them. But after the comment, the end of the first line, he's unable to, uh, to take care of them properly because they've just become too, too impaired. The the Mepharshim explained he's going to have to yell at them. He's going to have to, you know, uh, 
disobey their orders, and they simply won't understand. So, in, in such a situation, then he should leave. Let someone else, uh, you know, uh, give them a difficult time and take care of them, because it will be too difficult for him as the son to do so. So the Ramah Mercy have the right to leave and uh, command or instruct someone else to take care of the parent, if the parent is impaired. And that's how Ravasi left his mother. The Raiva disagrees with the Rambam. A famous machleg between the Rambam and the Raiva. The Raiva says, He says, this is wrong. The son is going to leave the parents when they become impaired. Who's going to take care of them? He's going to leave the parents and they'll be, uh, they'll be helpless. No one's going to be there to take care of them. So the Raivet holds, you cannot leave uh, an impaired parent, a mentally impaired parent. You have to continue to take care of them yourself, even though it is difficult, and even though you might have to yell at them or disobey their orders. And again, that's a topic that deserves its own treatment. But as, <clears throat> so then how does the Raivet learn the Gemara? If you're not allowed to leave a parent who is Nitra Fadaitam, how did Ravasi leave his mother? <coughs> so the Raivet presumably learned like the Shulti Agibarim. The Shodhi Gibarim on that Gemara says, no, the mother was very well. V'chein, but she was just an abusive parent. V'chein imroya ava v'imoy. Shehein bali deos ros. They have bad midais, umitzarin oisai. They give it, you know, abusive. Yoisim idai, more than is acceptable. Yisham et milifneim. You have the right to leave. And that was what happened to Ravasi. His mother was normal, but she was uh, an abusive, you know, she wasn't impaired, but she was an abusive parent. And in such a situation, the Ravid and Shulti Gibarim say that one is allowed uh, to leave the parent. And that's how Ravasi left and he went to Eretz Yisrael. Again, abusive, keep it up for abusive or, uh, or parents who are not Shemr Tarim Mitzvah, all of these things uh, need to, to have their own treatment. But that's how uh, the Ravid learned this Gemara. Either way, Ravasi left his mother. But then, at the, you know, she was getting older, she was about to pass away. Shemr the Kaz, Can someone who's mentally ill also be abusive? Because Practically, yes. Oh, would they have? But it's yeah, logically, like, is that really a Would that? Would that kind of? Yeah. Tomorrow, that sounds like I would think that's nishdat to die to. Right. Look at my mind. I knew it. See, this is why I was said. Yeah. Open, closed. Another time. Another time. This Gemara closely resembles most Jewish mothers. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Shem the Ka'azah Basra, so says the Gemara, second line, back to his Gimel. Ravashi heard that his mother was coming. Also, come to Rabbi Yechanan. So he came and he asked Rabbi Yechanan, Amalei Mo Lotzeis Me'aretz L'Chutzlaretz. Can a person leave Eretz Yisrael to go to Chutzlaretz? Amalei Yosser, he said, absolutely not. He cannot leave Eretz Yisrael. What about Likros Ima Mahu? He's going to greet his mother. Kibit Aviyeh, Ma'anulei Amalei Eni Yedea. He said, I don't know. Asher Purta Hadar Asa, he waited a little bit. He came back, he pestered him, Amalei Asi, he said, Nisras, Nisrotes, Asi, if you want to go, Hamakam Yazirch Lashalom HaKadosh Baruch should return you in peace. Return you to where? So Rashi says, Admikoimecha, to your place in Chutzlaretz. Meaning, Gazintahet, you want to go visit your mother, stay with your mother, HaKadosh Baruch should bring you back to Chutzlaretz B'Shalom. So you see, says the Panam Yafa, says the Chachmas Adam, you see from this Gemara once again, just like from the Medrash, the Kibbut Aviyeim, takes precedence to Yishuv Eretz Yisrael. That's why he told him, go back, take care of your mother. Why should this be so, though? Why should Kibbut Aviyeim take precedence over Yishuv Eretz Yisrael? So it could be a larger issue uh, with, uh, you know, part of the nature of the mitzvah of Yishuv Eretz Yisrael. Because it's not only Kibbut Aviyeim that takes precedence over Yishuv Eretz Yisrael, but there are other situations where it would be permissible for a person to leave Eretz Yisrael in order to accomplish, uh, accomplish other things. For example, 
in this week's parasha as well, the Pesach says over here, Oisvav, Vayihi Rav Baaretz, there was a famine in the land, Vayered Avram Mitzrayim alogur sham, Avram Avinu went down to Mitzrayim, Ki Chaved HaRav Baaretz, because the famine became overbearing. So writes the Ramban that Avram Avinu here was Chata Chait Godo Bishkaga. He did wrong by going down to Mitzrayim. Why? Two reasons. He says, first, on the second line, First of all, he had to lie, and he put his wife in a, in a you know, precarious situation by lying about her status, saying he was a sister when he was really his wife. So, you know, something could have happened. He should have had bitachon the Rebani Shalalim, and he would save him and save his wife. But then he says on the third line, He says, also, he left Eretz Yisrael. He says it was a great oven a shechata, and because of that, says the Ramban, we later on in history went down to Mitzrayim in Golos. Because of this chait of Avram Avinu, b'malchem ha-mishvat shama ha-resha. So, but this is the pshat of the Ramban. The Ramban holds Avram Avinu here did wrong by going down to Eretz Yisrael. The Nitziv, in the Hemek Davar, disagrees. And he says, no, what about Avram Avinu? First of all, it's an important, parenthetically, Ask of Shmuel Birnbaum, it's an important Musar idea, if I can stick it in. Ask of Shmuel Birnbaum in a Sefer Bakare Shemoy. He did his Ishtablus. Why is Ramban critical of Avram Avinu? He did what he had to do. He protected his wife by lying. He went down to, Eretz, uh, to Mitzrayim. He thought that there was no Parnos in Eretz Israel. So he went down. What, what did he do wrong? That's his Ishtablus. So right, so Shmuel Berman, a big aside, he says, no, our heshtadlus in Parnassa, our heshtadlus in life, should never require us to uh, make religious compromises. And over here, Avram Avinu had to religiously compromise his wife's situation. And because he put his wife in a difficult or challenging religious situation, that was an indication that, that this type of heshtadlus was, was beyond the pale, was, was beyond the line, was not required of him. Uh, yeah, good question. But Rishmo Burma, it's an important idea. Sometimes people do ishtalos and you make religious compromises. He says, no, that was why the Ramban was critical of Avram Avinu. That was too much. Wasn't this before the, the Hashem promised? Uh, yeah, what? The Brisbane Hapsar, he okay. promised in there. It's okay, okay. Before Jack, that, Uncle Jack, we'll get to your point, please. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Rise in the tiv. I have to say it before you say it. I can't let you do that. So anyway, so the tiv rides in the Hayim McDover is critical of the Ramban. He says, no, what did Avram Avinu do wrong? The Gemara says in Boba Basra, Tana Rabbanon, Ein yoytze meyoritz l'chutz l'aretz. One is not allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael to go to chutz l'aretz. Imkein omdu sosayim b'sela. There's so much inflation that a saw, or two saws of uh, produce are selling for a sela. If that's the the uh, you know the price and commodities, then it's too expensive to live in Eretz You have every right to leave. So writes in its sieve over here. Oisches, he didn't do anything wrong. Kafu Kasev, he asked, why did the pasuk say twice that there was a famine in the land? By and then again at the end of the pasuk, Kikovet Harav because it became very difficult. Says in its sieve that it's twice in the pasuk because initially Avram Avinu tried to stick it out by but he, he was nice and effish to stay there. But then, when it became too much, so then already at that point he left. And in fact, the Abarbanel and the Ran are also critical of the Ramban. They say, Avram Avinu didn't do wrong. And in fact, this was one of his Nisyanos, the ten Nisyanos of Avram Avinu, was to give up on what the Rebbe Shalom told him initially to go to Eretz Yisrael and to recognize that Kodesh Baruch Hu was teaching it, was, uh, you know, was indicating to him, was instructing him that now it was time to leave and to go down to Mitzrayim. So if one is not able to earn a Parnassah in Eretz Yisrael, you have every uh, right to leave. And that's how the Nitziv learned that Avram Avinu was able to go down to Mitzrayim. 
Why are you allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael if you can't earn a Parnosa? So the Avnei Nezer has a tshuva where he writes, he believes, we'll get to it in a second, that there's a mitzvah, an obligation upon every person to live in Eretz Yisrael. A mitzvah chiyuvis, to live in Eretz Yisrael. But then he asks, how come all the G'daylam throughout the generations never went? You know, history seems to be against this. So he explains, the Avnei Nezer explains, that it's because uh, they felt that they wouldn't be able to earn a parnasa there. And if a person is in Eretz Yisrael and they have to accept tzedakah in order to stay in Eretz Yisrael, the Avnei Nezer argues they're not in fulfillment of the mitzvah of Yeshiva Eretz Yisrael. If you're just uh, living there by, by taking tzedakah. Why? They would have to take tzedakah from Chutzlaretz. So if you're taking stucca from Chutzlaretz, they're taking stucca in Eretz Yisrael. They're rabbis. Okay, but either way, if you're not in fulfillment of the mitzvah of Yishev Haaretz, so there's no mitzvah to go. Either way, if you're accepting stucca here, there, it's all the same. Why? So explains Abnei Nezer like this. He says the whole nature of the mitzvah to live in Eretz Yisrael is to earn a parnasa in Eretz Yisrael. The Gemara says in Masech Tainus. And if you Eretz Yisrael, Mashka Yisrael, Kadosh Baruch Hu Ba'atzmai. Kadosh Baruch Hu delivers the rain in Eretz Yisrael Himself. In the rest of the world, through an intermediary. So in Eretz Yisrael, Kadosh Baruch Hu provides the Parnasa directly. In Chutz Laaretz, it's indirectly. Says Avnei Neza, that's the Pshat in the Gemara Masech Ksubis. The Gemara says Masech Ksubis called Hadar B'Chutz Laaretz, Kilo Oved Avedis Kachavim. Whoever lives in Chutz Laaretz as if he's Oved Avedis Zara. In what sense is it lives in Chutzlaretz Oved Avodah Zara? Says Avnei Nezer because he doesn't accept his Parnasa directly from the Rebbeinu Shalalim. He has to go to an intermediary. So already it's, a, it's not it's not Avodah Zara because it's an intermediary that serves the Rebbeinu Shalalim, but it's it's a little bit akin to Avodah Zara because he's not uh, getting his Parnasa directly uh, from the Rebbeinu Shalalim. So claims Avnei Nezer the whole nature of the mitzvah of Yeshiva Eretz Yisrael is to have that co- direct connection with Hakadosh Baruch Hu and the Rabbi Parnasa directly from Hashem. And therefore, if you're accepting tzedakah from outside, that's how it is. You missed the whole point of Yeshiva Eretz Yisrael. You're not in fulfillment of the mitzvah. That's why the G'daylum never went, because they weren't going to earn a parnasa in Eretz Yisrael. Yeah. So according to this, you would say people who live in Eretz Yisrael today who do international business and sell on the phone all the customers in Chutzlar. No, their parnasa is earned in Eretz Yisrael. Earned in, but not from. He's saying the problem is it's not earned. He's, he's saying you have to claim it from Eretz Yisrael. No, it depends so, where you are. He's saying Mashke. Wherever you file taxes, that's what he's saying. Rabbi Yezif Engel and the Gulyani Hashas is a similar idea, but it's a slightly different point of emphasis. He says, Yish of Eretz Yisrael means settling the land. If you don't participate in the economy, you're accepting stucker from Chutzlaretz, you're not participating, so then you're not being Yashav the land, and you're not in fulfillment of the Yishev. Those two points don't have to go together. You can't yes. be yes. not be from the economy, but it doesn't have to be from stucker. Right. The Avni Nezer never lived in Eretz Yisrael. Right. That's why he... It's impossible for him to get there. So he's saying, because he would have to live off stucker. He didn't feel there was a mitzvah. Anyway, but this is not the only... So, if a person can't earn a Parnasa, he's allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael. He's not obligated to go to Eretz Yisrael in the first place. It's not the only mitzvah, though, that uh, overrides, or not the only concern that overrides Yeshiva Eretz Yisrael. Right around in Perak of Hilchus Malachim, Malachites, over here, Oisid Aleph, also, Lot says, May Eretz Yisrael, the Chutz Laaretz, a person's not allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael and go to Chutz Laaretz. Ela, Lilmoy Taira, Elisa Isha. Unless he wants to learn Taira, to leave Eretz Yisrael to go learn Torah in Chutz Laaretz, or Elisa Isha, or to marry a woman. Then he's allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael to go to Chutz Laaretz. Why is a person allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael for these matters? So it could be because these are great mitzvahs, which are greater than the mitzvah of Yeshiva Eretz Yisrael. However, it could be we're seeing over here a pattern 
which defines or puts uh, in perspective the entire mitzvah of Yishev Eretz Yisrael. Perhaps what we're, what we're being told here is that the nature of the mitzvah of Yishev Eretz Yisrael is to live a normal life in Eretz Yisrael. Meaning the mitzvah of Yishev Eretz Yisrael is live, you can live a normal life in Chutzar, you can live a normal life in Eretz Yisrael. So live a normal life in Eretz Yisrael. But if you can't live a normal life in Eretz Yisrael, you won't have your Talmud, you won't have Taira. You won't be able to get married. You won't be able to earn a Parnassah. If you can't live a normal life in Eretz Yisrael, then you're not obligated to live there in the first place and you have every right to leave. So if that is the case, perhaps we can take it one step further and argue that part of normal life is to have one's parents around, to be able to fulfill the mitzvah of Kibbut Aviyem. If your parent, you have to leave your parents to go to Eretz Yisrael, already that's not a normal life. He's divorcing himself from his family, which is not ideal. So if that's, uh, so perhaps that's why these Achreinim, the Panim Yafais, the Chachmas Adam feel that if uh, you have a conflict between Kibbut Aviyem and Yishev Eretz Yisrael, Kibbut Aviyem would take precedence. Why? Because to go to Eretz Yisrael and leave one's parents behind is already uh, not a normal life and would be asking too much along the same lines of not being able to earn a parnasa, not being able to get married, not being able to learn Torah. So that's the opinion of the Panim Yafais and the Chachma Sadam. If you have a conflict between Kibbut Aviyem and Yishev Eretz Yisrael, Kibbut Aviyem takes precedence. However, those are both Achreinim. Rabbi Vadi Yosef, though, in the Tshuva and the Echavidas, quotes that uh, this Tshuva was already, this Shai was already asked to the Marami Rutenberg, one of the Rishonim, one of the great uh, of the Rishonim. So Marami Rutenberg was asked this very question over here, Oisid Beis. If you have a conflict between Kibbut Aviyem, Yishuv Eretz Yisrael, which one takes precedence? So says the Marami Rutenberg that uh, Yishuv Eretz Yisrael takes precedence. The Bechol Dover Mitzvah Lo Yishmaloi the Kibbut Amokam Kaidim. Whenever one's parents command uh, the child to violate any one of the mitzvahs of the Torah, He's not obligated to listen. We know this. Yes, we know this from the Gemara Masechus Yevamos and Avavim and Aleph, who are based on the uh, juxtaposition, based on the pasuk in Parshas Kedoshim, Ish Imoi Vaviv Tiro Veshab Soisai Tishmaru. In the very same pasuk, there's Kibbut Aviyim and Shmir Shabbos. Why are they put together in the same pasuk to teach us that if your father commands you to violate Shabbos, you're not supposed to listen. Because Kulchem Chayovim Bechvaydi, everyone is obligated in the covet of the Rebbeinu Shalom. That takes precedence to the covet of a parent. That's not a stereotype. Why? You just said that the mitzvah she used to tell you to live a normal life. No. You can't do Kibbutz Aviyim if your parents are. I understand, but this is the opinion of Rami Uttenberg. No, but that's if your parents are telling us they don't want you to do a mitzvah. But you want to live a life of Kibbutz Aviyim. I see opinions of Panim Yafis here. It's not a stereotype. I don't know, but they're saying don't fulfill Yeshiva Eretz Yisrael. Your parents are telling you stay here with me. Think that here you have to take care of them. They're not telling you anything. But you're saying don't go to Eretz Yisrael. You're telling me violate a mitzvah in Torah. Hashem is telling me go to Eretz Yisrael. You're saying to me stay here. I can't because I'm taking care of my parents. That's all. But you have a conflict. Welcome to life. There's a conflict. No, I said, there's a conflict. You have Yishev Eretz Yisrael and Kibbut Aviyeh. said living a normal life is taking care of your parents. Not because then they're telling me. If they're telling me, Stop, they don't want, they can take care of themselves, they don't want me to go, that's a conflict and listen to them. But I just have to be here to, to, to take care of them. No, you have an internal conflict. You want to take care of your parents. You also want to fulfill the mitzvahs of the Rebbeinah Shalom. So the mitzvah of Yishev Eretz Yisrael should take precedence. I hear your point. You're saying your parents aren't telling you. You should take precedence over Kibbut Aviyeh. But that's the general rule. Yeah. If one's parents tell you to violate or keep it aviyem, would entail you violating one of the mitzvahs of the Torah, you're not obligated uh, to listen. What, however, <coughs> and this is even though normally a parent, a child, by the way, has an obligation to be near his parents to fulfill keep it aviyem. The Gemara says in Masechtas uh, Megillah that uh, Yaakov Avinu was uh, punished for the 22 years that he spent in the house of Lavan 
and he wasn't able to fulfill Kibbut Aviyem. The 14 years he was in Yeshiva, not, because Talmud Torah is greater than Kibbut Aviyem. But the 22 years he was in the house of love and he was punished because he wasn't able to fulfill Kibbut Aviyem. So the Sefer Chassidim writes, and, the, Mar- and the, the Maril has the same thing, that you see from here, a child is supposed to be near his parents in order to fulfill Kibbut Aviyem. All things being equal, he should try and... Uh, live near his parents in order to fulfill Kibbut Aviyim. But nonetheless, if that's going to come at the expense of a mitzvah, of Yishavaretz, he's not obligated to listen. But one minute, we had two rias. The Panim Yafas and the Chachmas Adam had two rias to their pshat. What about, uh, what about the Gemar Masechus Kiddushin? The Gemar Masechus Kiddushin, the Ravasi, was able to go to Chutzlaretz to, to greet his mother, Kibbut Aviyim, even though he had to leave Eretz Yisrael. So I could demand my daughters move back to New York? I'm not getting involved in all that. As long as you're old. Yeah. I'm old. Okay. One second. So let's go back to the rise of the Chachma Sadim upon him. Yafas. Marami Ruhlenberg says, Yes. I'm this question around. There you go. Uh, does Kirat Alpha A mean personally providing the service or making sure that they're provided for? Mitzvah Bo, Yosemi Bishlucho. It's better to do it yourself. Uh, you said it's better. Yeah. But yes, but you can fulfill but, uh, it by a shliach. Your obligation is to make sure they're provided for it, not yes. that you have to make them happy. Right. Yes. But mitzvah bar yosemi b'shluchai. Also, to visit to shmooze, all these things are hard to do. Ayde shliach. Yes, yes, I agree with you. Yes. But yeah, to save someone else, to save someone else, or they're going to kill us. Are you going to save pigeon shulim? I don't know. Where's lahatzil? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Now I'm just starting maybe. Okay, Rabbi, one second. So Rabbi says, we had the, the, the Marami Ruhlenberg's opinion now is that Yishev Eretz Yisrael should take precedence over Kibbut Aviyem. Just like any time you have a conflict with Kibbut Aviyem in one mitzvah, the mitzvah takes precedence. But the Panim Yavaz and the Chachmas Adam, who held Kibbut Aviyem, takes precedence, had uh, two rise to their pshat. So let's go back and deal with the rise for one minute. The, the Gemara Mesechus Kiddushin said, the Rabbi Yachman told Ravasi, Hamakum Yazir Chalashalom, go back to Chutzlaris, take care of your mother. So Rashi said, Go back to Chutzlaretz. Leave Eretz Yisrael, because Kibbut Aviyem takes precedence over Yishuv Eretz Yisrael. However, the Marasha learns a different shot in that Gemara. The Marasha says, no, Hamokim Yachzir Chalashalom means go to Chutzlaretz, take care of her, and then come right back to Eretz Yisrael. Because Yishuv Eretz Yisrael takes precedence over Kibbut Aviyem. Okay, so they dealt with that Gemara. That's how the Marasha learns the Gemara would, uh, would mitigate that as a, as a raya for the Panam Yafas and the Chachmas Adam. But then there's also the Medrash. The Medrash said that Akadosh Baruch Hu told Avram Avinu, back in those days, you I'm exempting from Kibbut Aviyem. Everyone else, no. Yishev Eretz, uh, that I'm exempting you from Kibbut Aviyem. Everyone else, Kibbut Aviyem would take precedence over Yishev Eretz Avram Avinu was a unique dispensation. Yishev Eretz took precedence, but not by everybody else. Everybody else, Kibbut Aviyem should take precedence. How would the Marami Rutenberg deal with that, uh, with that uh, medrash? So the Rebbe explains <coughs> that it could be that that was a unique situation because Eretz Yisrael was not endowed with Kedusha yet. So perhaps there was no mitzvah of Yishuf Haaretz. The Gemara says, Mesechus Baba Basra and Afsari Aleph, I believe, that, um, that um, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells Avram Avinu in this week's parasha, Kum hisalech ba'aretz la'arkul arach ba'kilichot, nana, go and walk around the borders of Eretz Yisrael because I... We'll give it to you as an inheritance. That was when he made a Kenyan 
on Eretz Yisrael, and that's when Eretz Yisrael became endowed with Kedusha, and that's when it became a mitzvah of Yishuv Aretz. So when HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Avram Avinu, and not anybody else, that means, because Eretz Yisrael wasn't Eretz Yisrael yet. It didn't, it wasn't, it, there was no mitzvah of Yishuv Aretz. But Enoch after there will be a mitzvah of Yishuv Aretz, Yishuv Aretz will take precedence over Kibbut Aviyem. The Meshachachma has a similar uh, pshat in this week's parsha. The Pasuk says, Vayikach Avram Asarai Ishtoi. Avram Avinu took Sarah with him to Eretz Yisrael. So ask the Zayar HaKadosh. Mahu Vayikach? What does it mean? He took her. He had to persuade her. He had to convince her to go. So he asked Meshach, well, why do you have to convince her to go? It's a mitzvah. He could force her to go. So he says, no. Says Meshach, well, because now it wasn't Kadosh yet. Eretz Yisrael, there was no mitzvah of Yishuv Haaretz. And Kain Haisa Adon Yeshiva Eretz Yisrael, mitzvah the Oila Hitzikba. Avram Avinu had to make a Kenya Chazak in Eretz Yisrael. There was no more mitzvahs. And Sarah, I said, why am I going now? Explain it to me. You have to persuade me. Convince me that we should go. And uh, because there was no mitzvah of Yishuv Haaretz yet at that time. So says the Bavadi, that's how we could get out of the Medrash. The Medrush says, which sounds like Kibbut Aviyem takes precedence over Yishuv Eretz Yisrael for everyone else except Avram Avinu. Could be that that was before Yishuv Eretz Yisrael, the mitzvah existed. Yes? The Mishnah says the Avas kept all the mitzvahs. Right. There's also a machlokas that don't get eight mitzvahs. Yeah, but the Mishnah says, Avram Avinu, Kibbut Aviyem, Kibbut Aviyem, Kibbut so basically what we have is a machlekes hapaiskim between the Chachma Sadam and the Panim Yafos who hold that Kibbut Aviyim takes precedence over Yishev Eretz Yisrael and there was only Avram Avinu was given a unique dispensation that Yishev Eretz Yisrael should take precedence and the opinion of the Marami Rutenberg or Bavadia and others their opinion is that um, they know Yishev Eretz Yisrael takes precedence like every time you have a, you know, a stira between Kibbut Aviyim and another, one of the mitzvahs of Torah the mitzvahs of the Torah take precedence to Kibbut Aviyim what is underlying this machlekes, I would like to suggest, I think, is a, is a larger issue, and that is what is the nature of the mitzvah of Yishuv Eretz Yisrael. The Ramban writes in Parshas Masse, on that pasuk of Hirashim as Haaretz Vishavtim Ba, that you should uh, inherit the land and settle it. This is going to be your Yerusha, right? So Ramban, that you see from here, there's a mitzvah incumbent upon every uh, member of Klal Yisrael to move to Eretz Yisrael and to settle Eretz Yisrael. So Ravadi writes, you see from here, from this Ramban, there's a mitzvah chiyuvis, an obligation upon every person to move to Eretz Yisrael. If that's the case, then yes, I understand Ravadi's position and Marami Rutenberg, that, uh, that if you have a conflict between Kibbut Aviyem and Yishev Eretz Yisrael, Yishev Eretz Yisrael should take precedence. Like uh, when Tumas Kaihanim comes in a conflict with Kibbut Aviyem, there's an Aved of the father and a Beisach Kvaris, Kain is not obligated to return it, because uh, Kibbut Aviyem doesn't take precedence over the Yishev of Tumas Kaihanim. But here, so, so too, it shouldn't take precedence over the mitzvah of Yishuv Haaretz. However, it could be that the Panam Yafas and the Chachmas Adam are arguing with this position of Rabbi Vadi, with this interpretation of the Ramban. Because as is well known, the Rambam never brings the mitzvah of Yishuv Haaretz in the Sefer HaMitzvahs. Rambam never brings it. All the Rambam says is, in the Mishnah Torah, all he says is what we brought in Oisir Aleph, also Lot says, May Eretz Yisrael, May Eretz Yisrael, You're not allowed to leave. If you're there, you're not allowed to leave. But the Rambam never brings the mitzvah of Yishev Aris in the Sefer HaMitzvah in the Mishnah Torah. <coughs> so Abdei Nezer and others say the Rambam included it uh, under, uh, you know, somewhere else, within the rules of Sefer HaMitzvah, that the Rambam has many of. The Rambam included it under a different banner, on a, a different heading. But it is included just somewhere else. Is it a mitzvah or is it a chiyuv? 
Oh, so Rabbi says, you know why the Rambam never brings it? Rabbi writes in a tshuva. It's a mitzvah kiyumis. If you will go, you'll be in fulfillment of a mitzvah. But you're not obligated to go in the first place. So that's why he says, the Rambam says, once you're there, you can't leave. Also, Lord says, may Eretz Yisrael, may Eretz Because you're in fulfillment of a mitzvah kiyumis. To, uh, to, uh, you know, to give it up in the middle would be wrong. But to go in the first place... Argues Rav Moshe and Igor Smash, you're not obligated to go. It's a mitzvah kiyumis, not a mitzvah kiyumis. I, the Rambam left Eretz Yisrael. You can't answer historical questions. Went to Egypt. Yeah, went to Eretz Yisrael. Went to Mitzrayim. But the Rambam also holds the Isra to be a Mitzrayim. There's always a lot of problems with that. What does it mean when you go? When you go Maybe that's why he didn't write King David. What? What does it mean you go? You stay at the King David for two weeks? Or you buy an apartment? Just being you say you're participating. I mean, no, I mean, just no. visiting. Ah, are you are you going to the midst of your business? No. You go there on a trip, you're not allowed to leave. We could have a whole show. It depends. I'm all 30 days, less than 30 days. Was the Gemara says if you walk for Dalad Amos, there's a lot to talk about. I knew we were getting back to that. I knew it was going to come back to somehow. This, I believe, Ramayshib shot. Ramayshib shot is the uh, is perhaps the. Uh, the Svar of Chaim Khan, Rabbi Sai, last thing. Taisus writes in Mesechus Ksubis and Dafkuf Yudam Abeis. How come we're not, we don't fulfill the mitzvah of Yishuv Eretz Yisrael in our times? He was discussing in his time. So he says, first Taisus says, Eina Naib Bizmanazeh, this mitzvah of Yishuv Eretz Yisrael doesn't apply in our time. The Yigas Hakanes Rachim, it was Pikuach Nevesh to go. To go to Eretz Yisrael was too dangerous. That, of course, would not be true in our time. Vayoimer Rabbeinu Chaim, but Rabbeinu Chaim Koin says a different shot. He says, The Achsh of Eno Mitzvah Lador Be'eretz Yisrael. Now there's no Mitzvah to live in Eretz Yisrael. Ki Eshkama Mitzvah Satuyos Ba'aretz. There are many Mitzvahs that are noyeg in Eretz Yisrael. Trumas, Maizah, Shviyas, Vekama, Oenshin, Deinah, Nuyuchon, Lizor, Behem. We're not going to be able to be careful in them. Velamad Olem, in order to observe them properly. So he says, Better stay in Chutzlars and go to Eretz Yisrael. What, what, what kind of Cheshben is that? So learn how to keep the mitzvahs hatuliyas baritz. Or how, what right do you have to give up on a one mitzvah because you won't be able to observe another mitzvah? Rather, it sounds like from Abchayim Kohn that he is understanding it's, it's only a mitzvah kiyumis. So if, if you're not obligated to go. So if you can fulfill the mitzvah in a proper fashion, good, go. But if you're going to be Yotzah Shar Bafsedo, if you're going to go and not be careful in the mitzvahs hatuliyas baritz, better to stay home because it's, only, it's not a mitzvah kiyumis in the first place, it's only a mitzvah kiyumis. So if that's the case, it's only a mitzvah kiyumis to go to Eretz Yisrael, so then perhaps we could understand the opinion of the Chachma Sadam and the Panim Yafos. If you have a conflict between Kibbut Aviyim, so you don't really have to go in the first place. It's a mitzvah. If you'll go, you'll fulfill a mitzvah, but it's not really a direct conflict between the Yish of Eretz Yisrael and Kibbut Aviyim. Yish of Eretz Yisrael is in a mitzvah chiyuvus in the first place, not an obligation that is ironclad. So if that's the case, then perhaps we could understand why they feel that Kibbut Aviyim uh, should take precedence. Okay. It seems to me that my parents... I was going to say that all the points made and all the cases they bring, it refers to someone who is currently living in Eretz Yisrael and then there's a process of whether to live or not. 